This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. out of Europe that sparked today's sell-off and the headlines this afternoon that partially turned things around. CNBC's Hugh Son is here to explain what's going on. Hugh, why does Credit Suisse matter for U.S. depositors, U.S. investors, and is it because incidents like this scare the whole banking se- uh, sector and, and scared banks lend less? Hey, John, yeah, I, there isn't that direct a correlation for U.S. deposit holders. They're actually, is my understanding, really not, uh, you know, wealth management, uh, you know, clients. That's more for the Europeans. Mm. Uh, it, you know, if, if there's, a, if there's a, a, a presence in the United States, it's through investment banking. And so if you see the, the, the big American banks sell off today, that's because, UB, you know, uh, Credit Suisse has is a global, financially important uh, institution. It's got relationships with all the big banks, Goldman, uh, JP Morgan, B of A. And so if it, uh, you know, it starts to teeter and gets closer to an incident, uh, then you're going to see the, the repercussions pass through to the other big global investment banks. Uh, it, it's a developing situation. We've had just in the past hour or so, the market mm. came back slightly, I'll say slightly uh, here, but news that uh, the, the Swiss National Bank uh, could provide Credit Suisse with liquidity if need be. I guess walk us through what that process could look like and whether that shores up the confidence levels for the banking system globally more broadly, given the fact that things are fragile. So so Morgan, the new the headline out out of the Swiss authorities essentially is that they're saying, look, this is an institution that is well capitalized, but if necessary, we are ready and willing to provide liquidity. In other words, uh, you know, their, their coffers are open for Credit Suisse if it gets closer to an, to an incident. However, this is not, you know, this doesn't give me the sense that this is, the story is ending. You know, another headline, and I'd be remiss not to mention this, Bloomberg has just reported, uh, you know, an hour ago, first of all, that the backstop was in discussions, and that part ended up being very true very quickly. The second part of that is, this is something that's been talked about for a long time in, in context of Credit Suisse, which is, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're not, they don't have the scale necessary. They've been flat foundering. Perhaps a you know forced wedding with UBS, which is another uh, you know uh, Swiss lender, and the bigger one. Uh, so a forced sort of uh, uh, you know nuptials, creating a national champion would be the solution, the end game for the situation. Uh, that was reported by Bloomberg News. Again, this has been long rumored, and so you know there there are potentially other shoes to drop in terms of this story of contagion or, or what that contagion could actually mean in terms of recession. When arguably we've seen the market today trading like we're going into a recession. Well, the, Morgan, thank you for having me. Uh, so this this whole thing, the, the banking system's in pretty good shape. I mean, there's one-offs. And, and I think that the story out of Silicon Valley Bank has more to do with the excesses over the last 15 years that have been built up in the private market and the venture market rather than credit as a whole. But when you add all this up, 
um, we've been in the recession camp for quite a while because we follow the money. Like I like to put aside some of the great academic stuff we do and some of the formulas and quant programs we make. Where are you going to get the money? The banks aren't lending it because the yield curves are inverted. This situation is going to make it so they're going to even tighten their lending standards further. Money supply has been negative for the first time post-World War II on a year-over-year basis. And the leading economic indicators are at a level that have always suggested a recession. So I think I think we keep asking the wrong question when we talk about is the banking system safe? I think it is. The question is, when you're already at full employment and there's been a a severe restriction already in money, that's probably going to get worse. You still need money. Um, You you heard uh, they just need some help. They're well capitalized, but just need some help with liquidity. This is an incident. Uh, do this need a backstop? Oh, we're going to put the two largest banks in, in Switzerland, UBS, and Credit Suisse are going to merge them. And then the uh, Swiss uh, the National Bank, which is the, their, F, their Fed, their central bank, they're nationalizing the banks in Switzerland. Trust me. This is, this is, as we say, not good. The banking system is fine, what the guy said. It's Wednesday, 15 March, year of alert 2023. It's the Ides of March. James O'Keefe is going to uh, join us momentarily. But i got to go to Dr. Navarro. Dr. Navarro, just set the table. We're going to come back to you. Uh, we have warned about this for a long time. She used the C word, sir, contagion. Has the contagion yeah. spread now to the European banks? Dr. Peter Navarro. Yeah, Steve, what we got here so far is we got an American bank failing and the U.S. government comes in to back it. That st- sort of stabilizes the market as it trends down. And then next we get the Credit Suisse thing and the market market goes uh, goes down and Switzerland, the government, comes in and backstops it. What we don't know and cannot know is how many bad banks there are out here. And here's the thing, Steve. Even in the best-case scenario, a a, a solid bank only has 20 cents on the dollar if all the depositors come in at once. That's that's how banks work. They have reserve requirements. The problem is is you got all these Wild West commercial banks like SVB that were leveraged to the hilt. And as that ripples through the system, um, b- bad things uh, happen. So, I, you know, there'll be more to come. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. um, the, no, the rich we, get richer, as I said yesterday. We have a lot to discuss. Hang on. Yeah. We have a lot to discuss. We're going to get yeah. all to that. And we're going to have Keith. But just to, we found out now after the fact. And by the way, please, Peter, get the nomenclature right. It's not the government. It's MAGA. It's the deplorables. This audience. They're the, one, they're the backstop. Yes, hey, you're the backstop. Thank you. <laughs> They're the ones. You know, I apologize the... for that and because before... that's the only time I'll ever apologize to you in my life, right. Steve. But you're right on that. It's us paying. Okay. The... It's mega. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just but now there's we no know mega in Switzerland, so I, you know, figure that out. Hey, hey. The, the, just we know now that Goldman Sachs bought the portfolio. I think before they announced they were being seized and taken over, Goldman came in instead of selling the bank or doing an equity raise. They actually bought the portfolio. It's reported today. Wait for it, ladies and gentlemen. They made $100 million on that trade. Yeah. $100 million, yeah. the New York Times reports. Yeah. Hang over a second. I got James O'Keefe. Let's play the cold open for James O'Keefe. I want to go right to O'Keefe. Hellish whirlwind of the last month, and then share the announcement with our audience. Well, as I said um, about three weeks ago, I'm starting anew, and, and we've just launched today our new venture. We're calling it O'Keefe Media Group. OMG, I've assembled a team of some of the top journalists in the world, 
And uh, we have our website, which should be live. It should be live actually right now if you just go to O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. And what we're doing, Charlie, is we're going to be sending cameras into the hands of hundreds of people. We're going to be creating a citizen army of journalists because so many people have reached out to me over the last month after uh, what has happened, after the Pfizer story and all the aftermath. So we are going to put these cameras into the hands of people. And if you go on the website, you can subscribe Mm -hmm. to this platform, which we're going to be releasing stories as I have. But we're also going to be you're going to be able to buy a camera, sponsor a camera and put it into the hands of people throughout the country as we create this army for truth. So this website is just launched actually like a few minutes ago. So you're getting an exclusive well, breaking news story, Charlie, on this. It's so amazing. Thank you news. for your support and um, hope people sign up. The irony of the acorn story is that it took a 25-year-old with a hidden camera a few days to do what billion-dollar networks and journalists could not do in a decade. I spent 14 years creating the most effective nonprofit newsroom this country has ever seen. And in paving the way to establish citizen journalism, I have been defamed, arrested, raided, and ultimately removed from the organization I spent so much time developing credibility of. I always knew they would try to ruin the reputations of those who expose them, the pharma giants, the three-letter government agencies, and those who I thought I could trust. But in response, we are going to build an army of investigators and exposers. They have awakened a sleeping giant. I'm back. Remaining by my side are a small, tight-knit group of the most elite journalists in the world. Exposing corruption requires standing up to power because power hates sunlight. We are sunlight. Welcome to the O'Keefe Media Group, where we will never be shut down. Because not only do I own it, but you own it too. Support us and sponsor our army of journalists by becoming a founding member today. James O'Keefe, this was the dream of Andrew Breitbart to create an army of citizen journalists. Uh, tell us about it. This has been a 14 years in the making. I think everybody that knows you couldn't be more proud of what you've come through, what you've achieved, what you've done for this country. Tell us about the next step in your journey. Thank you, Steve. And uh, as you saw, I alluded to the acorn story from four, 13, 14 years ago. I don't think I could have done this two years ago. I don't think I could have done it six months ago. But after this big Pfizer story and me being removed from uh, the organization I founded, I have seen so much goodwill from so many tens of thousands of people emailing me and damning me and saying, OK, I'm ready now. I'm ready now to go be part of this army of truth seekers. So the vision of OMG, O'Keefe Media Group, is going to be to put cameras in the hands of thousands of people everywhere. I mean, they have awakened a sleeping giant with what's happening in this country, whether it's the three-letter agencies, the pharmaceutical companies, the banks, whatever. People everywhere have messaged me, including this pharmaceutical uh, individual, Debbie from Pfizer, who came public at CPAC when I saw you, Steve, just a week ago. Um, it, the time is now. So we're, we're going to create Uber for journalism. And we're going to have classes on this website teaching people in ethics, teaching people in technology and and primers on the law so that we can get cameras everywhere. I wasn't ready for it, but now I am. And we're launching subscriptions. on. So if you're a supporter of me and you want to sponsor a camera, 
whether it's the James Bond camera or the cheap camera, we have options on the website to actually pay for one of these cameras so that we can get it in the hands of our citizen journalist army, Steve. By the way, Grace and Captain Ben, if we can please push that everywhere, and Carly Bonet, if we can get that over. We want this everywhere, everybody see it. And I'm really proud that, that A Real America's Voice, Charlie Kirk, the Charlie Kirk Show, broke this today. You're also going to be with um, Posobiec tonight. James, you did an amazing job inside CNN, others on big media. What you did on big tech with Facebook was breathtaking. What you did on big pharma with Pfizer is unbelievable. As you see, we started the show, and we're going to go right back to it after you punch the nation's – the banking system, the financial system, supposedly one of America's greatest strengths is in total meltdown, and nobody can get a straight answer. Will you commit also to this audience that you'll do whatever it needs to be done to get to the bottom of this story of what happened to our financial system as only James O'Keefe and his investigative reporters can? Yes, 100 percent. In fact, I've just tweeted out the first uh, person I'll follow will be a whistleblower from the banking system, from the O'Keefe Media Group account. And I think, you know, Steve, the, in order to do that, we have to be completely fearless and we have to have a spine of steel and we have to have integrity. And I never really fully understood what that word meant until what I went through. And you know what I'm talking about, Steve, because you and I have had some phone calls. And I think it's important for journalists to have integrity. It's important for us to have a sense of ethics. By the way, speaking of ethics, Steve, Oliver Darcy from CNN just texted me. You may know about him, and I just wanted to read this to you because I thought it was revealing. He said, interesting announcement, James. I'm confused about exactly what your vision is, what you're launching. And I said, Oliver, real journalism can be fun. And I said, do you want to take one of our first courses on journalism ethics, Oliver, at CNN, that we'll be offering on this website? And Oliver responded saying, ha, how much is that going to run? And I said, Oliver, for you, it's going to be free. Oh, my God. Trolling is as is, is great as uh, Posobiec. By the way, James, can we keep you? I just want to hold you through the, through the break because I, I want to ask sure. you about And Here's the greatest quality of James O'Keefe is not his great uh, nose for news, what's important and where to go, N- not the, the patience he has to train people and be able to do this, uh, not the, uh, the, the, the work ethic, which I know James now for 14 years. It's 24 hours a day. O'Keefe's. Greatest virtue is his courage. He is absolutely fearless. And I think if uh, Andrew was here today, he'd be so proud of what you have accomplished because of your fearlessness and your courage. And I know people draw upon that and depend upon that. Okay, short commercial break. We've got Ben Burkwams in Hidalgo, right outside of McAllen, where the hearing was today on DHS, blockbuster hearing. Peter Navarre is here. The world's financial system is in meltdown. Uh, We've got Mike Davis on the Molly Coddling Big Tech. Okay, this is packed. Uh, next hour's packed. We're wall to wall. Back in a moment with the James O'Keefe of O'Keefe Media Group next in the war room. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B A N N O N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. 
hedge inflation by owning gold, whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, we're going to get to Navarro. We got Burkwam. We got Clips MTG. This is uh, this stays on fire, and so is your financial system. But I want to go back to James O'Keefe. James, two things: one, people who want to volunteer for the Citizens Army, where do they go? And then people who would want to donate a camera or pay for a camera, all that, where do they go? We want to make sure that we fire off the football with a lot of muzzle velocity, and you have tremendous signups. So, so walk through again what people are to do and where do they go? It's oh, the website is called O'Keefe media group, hashtag OMG. Oh my gosh. O'Keefe media group. If you scroll down there, you will see, um, an option to subscribe. And for a thousand bucks, you can actually purchase one of these top of the line cameras that I will give to one of the hundreds of people that are reaching out to me that want to wear it. Um, Steve. So, and then for 20 bucks, you can get subscribed to the website. We're actually going to be hosting, classes on how to do the technology, the legal, um, the ethics. Ethics are very important. I think that's what's going to separate us from the pack. So you can learn how to be a journalist. Everybody wants to do this now, Steve. It's amazing. I've gotten 10,000 emails. And by the way, today, we already have a few thousand paid subscribers and 30,000 email subscribers just in the last few hours. So we're growing and we're in business and we're independent and I own it. So there's no board of directors to kick me out. The last question, what you've gone through, your life's work here, they try to take for you in the last six weeks or so. Has that steeled you even more for going forward? No, I would say it's motivated me. I would say it's emboldened me. I've been through a lot of pain in my life. I've been raided by the FBI, arrested, put on house arrest, been in two federal jury trials, been defamed uh, almost as much as you, Steve Bannon. But I, um, I would say that that prepared me for what I just went through, and I've been through a lot of hell um, and defamation. However, I also have identified the people in my life who are the ride or die, who are the true believers, who are the people that will work for free. I've worked for – we've all been working in this little war room, uh, no pun intended, for the last few weeks um, and, and this volunteer army of just good souls. So I would say it's – it's, it's liberated me to borrow a quote from Steve Jobs. The heaviness of the burden that I carried is replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again. But I'm not a beginner again. I have so many hundreds of thousands of people that want to do this. And now my mission is to equip them. And that is exactly what I'm going to do um, uh, moving forward. Uh, James, uh, one more. By the way, people today were saying that Twitter, they would go to your Twitter and they say it was suspended or taken down. Is that all worked out? Was that just the volume of what your site? Was that just the volume of people trying to sign up? Would it, yeah. Was it just problems that way? You, in other words, nobody tried, nobody tried to deplatform you today on your first day Not out. to my right knowledge. Now. It would, I mean, who knows the attacks, but the site's functioning and we, we have 30,000 email subscribers and a few thousand paid subscribers. So we're in business. Hopefully, that should cover our overhead. But we, I have 10 journalists 
on staff right now already, uh, some of the best people in the world doing this. And each of those journalists is responsible for deputizing a few dozen people with those special cameras. All the while, we're going to train thousands of people. We are going to do this, Steve. And I know you. I know you believe me. It's the vision finally come to light. It's 14 years in the making, as you said. Uh, our my mentor Andrew Breitbart dying March March 1st, some 11 years ago, and um, and I hope he was alive to see this because we're going to make this happen now. Well, he's here in spirit, and uh, believe me, he would be incredibly proud of you, incredibly proud. James, thank you very much. We look forward to pushing out all your content, sir. want to make sure everybody goes to that site and signs up today. So thanks, James O'Keefe. Thank you. A true warrior and a great American patriot. Okay, we got a lot of wood to chop here. Navarro, let's hit rewind for a second. Tell folks, you've been sure. warning people about stagflation. You've been warning people about that the overspending, you called it at first on the American recovery. We didn't need it. Aggregate demand was back. You said it's going to fuel inflation. This is Biden's inflation. Biden spending that drove Biden's inflation, that created Biden bonds, that crushed the, the, the government securities, that now has seeped into the banking system with these unrealized losses. And it's just like a Claymore mine going off. Uh, what's your assessment of what you saw today and what you anticipate uh, is, is going to happen? The Fed's in a jam now, right? They got to let the dumpster fire of inflation the, burn and, the, uh, and, and burn up the working class, right? The more, most important thing I told you yesterday was the consumer price index was hotter, hotter than expected. And nobody seemed to pay attention to that. Um, everybody is now speculating that Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell is not going to raise rates higher aggressively anymore because of what's happened. Now, what's curious, Steve, is that this week the European Central Bank faces the same, exactly the same decision. And they were going to raise interest rates by 50 base points because there's a serious inflation crisis going on globally. And now there's reports in Barclay that say they're backing out too. So here's the conundrum here. If there's really an inflation crisis, which we know there is, and these bank failures are making central banks around the world like deers in the headlights skitterish about actually implementing policy at the same time that Joe Biden has aggressively implemented his own monetary policy by backstopping those reserves. We're in for a long, long, long stagflationary haul. It'd be recession and a lot of inflation. So we don't know what the next shoe to drop is. We've got two big ones so far, uh, but we do know that there's a, a tremendous amount of instability in the world. And think of, I was trying to get this before the break, but the best banks have 20 cents on the dollar, okay, if everybody comes in at once. That's the best banks. And so what you're seeing now is a lot of stories about how people can protect their money if they have over 250K in cash in banks. And everybody's saying, well, go open new accounts elsewhere. And so what you're going to do is you're going to see people leaving these small banks. You're going to see people juggling money around. Then that's going to create instability in itself. Panic always creates more panic. So um, yeah, I've been bearish. Uh, I continue to be bearish. Um, but, is, you know, again, it, it gets down to the deplorables is, taking it in the it, shorts and the rich people making a bunch of money sw- on our backs. Switzerland's, Swi- Switzerland's always been looked at as kind of the, the platinum crowd for, for conservative banking. Are yeah. they in the process right now of nationalizing their banking system? Is that what we're saying? They're going to merge these banks together, have the central bank t- step in. I mean, is this going to lead to Europe and the United States? Because right now they nationalized 
Silicon Valley Bank is nationalized by yeah. this audience. This audience is, is, is securing all yeah. their deposits, which is obviously incredibly unfair. What's, what's going on with the nationalization effort here? Well, uh, look, uh, you're right about Switzerland's reputation, but Credit Suisse is like, uh, like the bad preacher's daughter. I mean, they, they've got like 20 years of history and scandals. And the last thing they did a few, uh, some months ago was lay off 40% of their risk management team. So that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a black sheep in Switzerland. And it may be that, that the Swiss government um, has no choice other than to nationalize and make what they call a national champion. Because remember, Switzerland's a tiny country, right? Um, but it, it, what, what I'm concerned about is in the instability in Europe, this decision by the European Central Bank is going to be important. All this stuff ripples through across markets. It's like, it's like if, if, if Europe doesn't raise their rates as high as we do. Our dollar goes stronger. We, we import more. Our trade deficits go. Very complicated stuff. And right now, uh, chaos, Steve, I think is the watchword. I think it's important that you know, we, we look at this kind of every day and see where we're at. Uh, today, the market was down again. It rallied on a, go, you know, a, a government bailout. But it, but it's it's the bond it's the bond market that's more the stock market yes. is virtually irrelevant. It's all about the, the bond, bond market. market Steve. Oh, Peter, by the way, they, Peter, they, they, can they, you hang on? The, the, the yep. war the one Warren Buffett said when the tide goes down, you find out who's wearing the bathing suits. I think that's apt in this crisis. You know, as as this yes. thing gets worse, we're going to find out who's going to uh, who's going to get caught naked can and you, go bankrupt. Can you hang around? Yeah, I'll hang Given on, your man. work yeah, on the border yeah. with President Trump, sure. uh, Ben Burkwam, do we have Ben Burkwam? Can we play the clip? Let's play an opening clip for Ben Burkwam. Chief Ortiz, should Secretary Marcus be impeached? Should Secretary Marcus be impeached, sir? No, sir. You've served our country as well, sir. How can you say no when you know he's broken his oath? You've had 17 suicides. How can you say the morale of Border Patrol is not has not been affected? Okay, we're going to go to Ben Burkwam live, Real America's Voice, uh, indefatigable uh, investigative reporter. But Ben, you're in Hidalgo, right outside of McAllen. What went on today? We got clips of MTG later, but tell us what was this hearing? What happened? Pretty explosive. What did they admit? Yeah, uh, uh, several things. Uh, the first was that uh, Chief Ortiz admitted that they no longer that they don't have operational control of the southern border. He actually said five of the nine. Uh, districts that they oversee, they don't have operational control of. That is huge. That's the first time, I believe, under oath. Uh, it's definitely the first time that a chief has announced that, but I believe it's the first time under oath that anybody in the administration has has admitted to that, which calls Secretary Mayorkas a liar. That that point alone uh, means Secretary Mayorkas lied under oath, which are grounds for impeachment on their own. Um, we also found out he admitted that these are because of policy changes that Biden made. So President Trump's policies and policies before that, Joe Biden's policies directly made America's borders insecure. Uh, it's not something, this push-pull factor. It's not because there's more push coming from these other countries. All of that is based on Joe Biden's policies. And, and as you mentioned, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she brought up uh, something that nobody knew about. In fact, I got calls afterwards, Border Patrol agents calling me and, and high up in Border Patrol saying, we hadn't even heard about this, that it's possible that Chief Ortiz uh, was, was informed about an explosive, an, an IED placed on the southern border out in Arizona in no man's land, which we've reported on many times as a uh, as a potential to do potential harm to Border Patrol. There's a lot unknown about that yet. Bottom line is, 
it's it just shows either the ineptitude, but I, I don't think you can claim that anymore. This is intentional what's going on on our southern border. We're being invaded and it's all being done by Joe Biden, this administration, Secretary Marcus. And the fact that Chief Ortiz wouldn't say yes to Secretary Marcus being impeached, uh, to me, he's not fit for duty. Uh, big news out of uh, out of McAllen, Texas today. Uh, ben Bergrams in Hidalgo. Uh, we're going to take a short commercial break. We have Mike Davis. We have Peter Navarro. We got Mike Lindell. We're packed. We got Scott Pressler in the next hour. Boris Epstein, Thomas Phillipson from the uh, Council on Economic Advisors. We are and others. We are jammed wall to wall. Stick around. Back in the room in a moment. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters sq.com, and download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free, so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Burkwam, uh, you're live down in Hidalgo. Just hit that again. What did Ortiz admit to in this testimony? Because it's kind of blown up right now. And I know MTG was all over these guys. We're going to play some clips from her. What did, what did he admit to? He admitted that Border Patrol does not have operational control of the border, and he admitted that that was because of policy changes made by Joe Biden. That is huge. That's huge. Okay, here's a question. You, I know under oath Mayorkas has said that, but as importantly, you had not just the Democrats, but you've had Kamala Harris and Joe Biden say this over and over and over again. Did the chief of Border Patrol call them a liar today in that, in that, uh, in that hearing? He was asked specifically that, and he wouldn't say it, but uh, that's what his testimony alluded to. I mean, you can't say the, you can't say the exact opposite of what somebody else says and, and tell you, say that in the same breath that they're telling the truth. So inadvertently, yes, he called all of them liars. Ben, hang on a second. Let's play. If Denver, if you can play the clip, let's play. I want to play a clip from MTG, and I'm going to jump in here with Navarro. Let's go. 
Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you, gentlemen, for being here today and engaging in this important discussion with us. Um, it's a necessary discussion, and again, we are outraged and angered that our Democrat colleagues didn't see the importance of our national national security and our border security, uh, even to be important enough for them to get on an airplane and come down here and be here for this hearing. Shame on them. Shame on them for not coming and listening to you and engaging in this important discussion about how to protect our country and protect our border. Um, during Trump's administration, the entire administration, there were approximately 2,437,856 alien encounters in that four years. During the Biden administration, to date, which is just over two years, there have been 4.7 million alien encounters um, just in his time as, as president. That is double, double. It has doubled in just that short amount of time. Now, under the Trump administration, there were 581,257 gotaways during four years. During, during the Biden administration, to date, it is 1.3 million gotaways. This is an incredible increrease, and it is not by mistake or accident. We're, we're going to play the entirety um, of that in the six o'clock hour. We're going to play because it gets explosive. Burkwamp, she was in people's grill. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, she really was, and so were the rest of the people on this committee. Uh, they were, they were, they were throwing hardballs the whole day, and and. Uh, what was exposed today, we're going to be unpacking this for a while, but it's it's shocking. It's shocking revelations that we all knew. Honestly, we all knew the IED stuff, though, that that was something that I don't think anyone in that room knew about. Other than Ortiz. Um, last thing, this I know Democrats don't show up to these things, but but you have a lot of Democrats in places like Yuma, although it's a Republican city and, and McAllen. Are the local community, are they insulted that the Democrats won't come down and sit in these field hearings, whether it's in Yuma with Judiciary or in McAllen, Texas, with uh, Department of Homeland, about Department of Homeland Security, the committee there in the House? Are the, are the Democrats independents there insulted that the Democrats won't even show up? Yes. Uh, the ones that are paying attention, Steve, are, are not just insulted. They're pissed off. Their, their communities are being destroyed. And these people don't even have the nerve. The people that are supposed to be representing them don't even have the nerve to come down and sit in the hearing. It's 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 a it's not a slap in the face. It's a spit in the face of the hardworking people down here on the border. Ben, hang on one second. I want to go to Dr. Peter Navarro. Dr. Navarro, people don't realize that you as a manufacturing czar for President Trump really were one of his uh, right-hand men when it came to the border and, and what was happening at the border because of tariffs, yeah. because of uh, goods going back and forth, and, and most importantly, illegal alien labor coming here and, and crushing the working man and woman. Peter, you, you see what's happening today. Guy admits the border patrol, the, they don't have control of the border. We don't have operational control. You add that onto the 24 straight months of declining real wages. I mean, the Biden administration is, is put a target on the back of American working men and women. Am I correct in that, sir? Steve, yes. If you remember when we talked about the last jobs report that came out last Friday, what you could glean from the data was something really, really strange, which what you had was you had payrolls going up, more jobs created than expected, but the unemployment rate went up and, and most importantly, real wages went down. 
And why is that happening? It's because, and I, we know the government's already told us that there's a million, Steve, a million illegal aliens in our workforce, fresh off the Biden border, who are effectively depressing wages. But my guess, parsing that last report, is there's another million they haven't yet counted because there's a data lag. So think about this, Steve. We've imported two million people who can't speak much English, right, and who are poorly educated, who are taking the jobs from the black, brown, and blue-collar Americans, and wages, real wages are just going down because inflation's taking a bite out of it, and this these two million illegal aliens are bearing down on the workforce. So economically, this border crisis is, is just an absolute catastrophe for the American people, I'll, you know, Ben does a great job on, on the chaos down there, on the on the gangs, on the drugs and the crime. And the, the, I, I documented all of that in my immigration report when I did it for President Trump when I was in the White House. But right now, uh, what, what you and I talk about, what I can do, my value added here is going to be a key point out. These illegal aliens are popping up. Right in the economic data, and there, it's a punch in the gut and a punch in the nose. The black, brown, blue-collar Americans, MAGA. MAGA is bearing the burden of that border crisis. And whether it's the kids in the schools that, that are getting inundated or the, or the parents who are losing their jobs. And you add the fact that they're paying for these bailouts. It's outrageous. Uh, Peter, how do people get to your Substack and all your content? The podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> Peter. Yes. Steve. Peter Navarro dot substack dot com. Peter Navarro dot substack dot com. Go there. It's the hub now for the podcast, for, for the written transcripts of the podcast. And it's all up on Getter and Twitter and True Social. Uh, Peter Navarro dot substack dot com. By the way, the podcast is great because you, you take a topic and it, even I can understand it. So gr- great work. Dr. Peter Navarro. Well, appreciate it. it. Can I say just one thing on that? What I'm trying to do with the podcast, Steve, it's called Taking Back Trump's America. What I do in every episode is I look at how elections have catastrophic consequences. I look at what Joe Biden is doing to screw everything up, what Donald Trump would be doing, and what Donald Trump did. And it gives you a real contrast between these two uh, men who are fighting essentially uh, for the 2024 uh, election. And so I'm hoping that people will better understand MAGA and better understand the policy issues and how everything that's happening right now is a politician made disaster by Joe Biden, Janet Yellen, Jerome Powell, Pete Buttigieg. These people are clowns, Steve. They're absolute clowns. No, no. And they're dangerous, and they're dangerous. It's the difference between peace, prosperity, and order versus war, anarchy, and chaos. That's that's yes, that's sir. what this is. That's what this is. Yes, sir. Uh, so, uh, Peter, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. All right, brother. Great work. Yes, sir. Ben, one question for you before you punch. You've just come from northern Mexico. We had uh, we had uh, Oscar. We had Anthony on from El Paso, Juarez, Tijuana you're on a knife's edge there right now, right? I mean, this is as dangerous as it's gotten and as tense as it's gotten on our southern border, sir. Yeah, it is. And and by the way, Steve, you remember today's the day that they are supposed to be that that federal judge's order in in Florida Florida uh, that the, all of these paroles, these uh, voluntary paroles that were, were coming in, that's supposed to end today. If that happens, if they don't get a stay of that order, uh, it's going to be an absolute 
catastrophe down here. And again, it's by design. It's all set up. So stay tuned for that as well. We're watching that to see what happens. Ben, how do everybody get your reporting? We'll have you back on tomorrow, but how do, how do folks get all your content and social media? A uh, new article up on FrontlineAmerica.com from that confrontation with Ortiz today, AmericasVoice.News, working on new episodes of Law and & Border, and then I'm posting a bunch of the interviews that I did from earlier today on all my social media, at Ben Berkwam. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. <clears throat> I want to bring in Mike Lindell right now. By the way, is that O'Keefe? Navarro Burkwam. It doesn't get better than that. We got Mike Davis up. We've got with Thomas Phillipson up. We've got so much. Got so uh, everybody's phones are blowing up today. Mike, every, all the media people should know when Lindell's on. The media's following him because they want to know if the voting is in paper, if we're back to paper ballots. But it was about, I guess, your loan, the loan you took out at uh, at uh, my pillow. People, people are all over you about this. Yeah, there last year actually was three separate loans as the as the machine companies continue to sue us for billions of dollars. And um, we had to borrow almost $10 million at MyPillow. We're a company, we're an employee-owned company. It just baffles me, Steve. You've got all these companies, are these machine companies out there, these voting machine companies that nobody even knew their name before, but everybody protects them. And yet you attack a USA company, MyPillow, and my employees, and... It's just disgusting, and now the media is piling on. Let me ask. Hold on, hold on. Let me hang on, hang on. Let me ask. Have you seen anything in their filings? Because you've been on. Have you seen anything in your filings that you sit there and go, "Hey, maybe I didn't understand that, or maybe I made a mistake, or maybe I see their worth, or any witnesses that you guys have gotten?" Have you changed your opinion one iota just from information you've seen in this process? Has anything gotten you any detail or fact? made Mike Lindell change any any concept at all of of why you're you you continue to pick on the machine companies. No, in fact it's uh, now we got it from thirty different camera angles. We have cast full records from all over the country. Not just the Dennis Montgomery evidence I had on January 9th of twenty twenty one. We've got cast full records, we've got cyber evidence, we've got intrusion evidence. If uh, Steve I was a hundred percent before now I'm a now I'm a thousand times a hundred percent. I mean it's uh, these guys, they're guilty, guilty, guilty. You talk about doubling down, I'll triple down, I'll borrow. I told it, said it before, anything to save our country, we have to get rid of these machines. Um, I want to melt them all down, turn them into prison bars. And, you know, that's recycling. But, and, you know, it's uh, but it's just disgusting what they've used lawfare in our country. Steve, and, I can't and, even and go hang, on. Hang, I, I and there's no, there's no compromise. There's, no, there's nothing... Because no. no, you can, you know, they're talking about a compromise in Ukraine and Russia, right? On the virgin nuclear war over there. there but there's the, the, the situation in Ukraine and Russia you get worked out. You're telling me easier than between Mike Lindell and these voting machine companies? No, there's there's nothing to work out. These are all frivolous lawsuits. They were designed to push it past 2024. They're designed to stop us from getting the pan count and paper ballot same day voting. Over 50 countries have been taken by the machines, last one being Brazil, and uh, they want the U.S. They want to take the U.S. China interfered in our 2020 election. That's a fact, and that's that. And there's no compromising. I've, uh, I will never back down. Um, Steve, another thing they've done to me is with lawfare, you realize I can't go on your Newsmaxes and Fox of the World and talk about my employees and my um, USA products. I can't go on. I can do commercials, 
but I can't go on there and talk about it. That's hurt our business huge, you know. Uh, I tell you what, let's take a break. I'd like you to stay over. We got Mike Davis also. Mike Davis has got, as you know, Mike Davis has been trying to slay the dragon of big tech. There's news out that uh, maybe the Republican Party is easing off on that. Also, the question from Mike Lindell when we come back, these states where he's fighting for paper ballots, it looks like right now his biggest opposition may be the Republican Party. We're going to take a short break. We got Mike Davis. We have Mike Lindell. Um, I think we're going to get, we got Crump Carmichael. We're going to try to jam a lot in. We got a ton of guests the next hour. There's so much happening today. We're going to get it all covered. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you're supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, in our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, Stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. New social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay. Uh, welcome back. We got a lot to get through. By the way, we're all, we are going to address the Chip Roy, the great Chip Roy. Uh, looks like he's endorsed uh, Governor DeSantis. Boris is going to be here in the next hour. We're going to talk all about this. Plus, new polling out. Looks like President Trump is is separating from the pack on these nation polls, so we're gonna we're going to increasing his already already pretty big spread. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, Mike Lindell, is it in the areas where you're fighting the hardest and have traction? Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it the Republican Party that is the is like the first? It's like the first island defense, the first island you know the line of islands we got off of China. Isn't isn't the Republican Party the guys not helping you? They're actually technically fighting you? Yeah, they're the biggest blockers, Steve. You've got your Rassenbergers, you've got your Robin Vosses, uh, you've got uh, um, just, I can almost name a Republican or Republicans from every single state. They have blocked us. Um, I'm gonna, with my election crime bureau, we're hoping to get the endorsement of the RNC. 
um, so that we will, get, you know, at least if they don't like what we're doing to get to paper ballots, hand counted same day, just get out of our way because we're coming through. And it is the Republican Party that has stopped it. It doesn't make sense. The Democrats, Steve, for two decades wanted these machines gone. Two decades. And, and now, of course, now that they're in power, they're going, hey, the machines, they're okay. Well, they're Actually, they're just not saying nothing. But why? If you're a Republican, it's almost like you raise your hand, kind of like DeSantis did down there when he was hanging out with Dominion employees and uh, yeah. figuring out how to how it's make it easier to sue people for defamation. Well, that was disgusting what he did, meeting with their uh, their lawyers. And I call him the Trojan horse now, Ron DeSantis. And when, by the way, when my guys met with him about machines and voting fraud, he left the room as soon as you started talking about machines. Why does everybody protect these machine companies and attack USA-made uh, companies like MyPillow? I'd be, it's beyond belief. Talk to me. Talk to me about my pillow. Talk to me particularly the slipper sale and the my pillow too. Yeah, we could see. We could really use that. everybody's help. As you heard, you know, we've had to borrow money at my pillow. It's an employee-owned company. We're making big adjustments, which will be to your benefit. Everybody watching, twenty-five dollar. We're discontinuing our a line of all-season slippers. So we're we're blowing them out at twenty-five dollars a pair. When they're gone, they're gone. We also have the my pillow 2.0. It's that your best sleep ever just got better. That's the biggest improvement on my pillow in history. The only one in almost 20 years. So use that promo code War Room. I thank all of you out there watching for helping us out, and we can sure use it right now. Thank you. Okay, uh, you go to mypillow.com promo code War Room. You got the buy one get one free in the My Pillow 2.0 revolutionary technology that'll. Like I said, we don't get a lot of hours of sleep around here, but we get fabulous sleep because we're sleeping. On quality, 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 quality sleep. sleep. That's what we got. Quality sleep. Uh, Lindell, you're you're a patriot and a hero. Everybody's got your back. You're a patriot and a hero. So fight on, sir. Honored to have you on here. Thank you all. God bless. Thanks, brother. So, Davis, I mean, you were born fighting. People can see that, you know, the red hair, the, 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 the square jaw. You're born fighting. Help me. I think it was the hill this morning. I get up and I read this article. Please tell me this is not true, uh, that the Republican Party, there's a leak, and it said, uh, I think it's Facebook, Google, Amazon, Twitter. They're, they're not really going to go after big tech at the highest level and for the biggest antitrust, all this other big stuff. They're going to lay off it. Is there any truth to that rumor that I think was in the Hill newspaper this morning? Please tell me it's not true. Uh, this, is, uh, this is confirming what I've been saying for three years, which is Jim Jordan has no intention of holding – big tech accountable. Uh, the, the way you can hold big tech accountable is by updating and enforcing our century old antitrust laws to break up uh, big tech's uh, monopoly over various parts of the tech market. The the bigger, the silver bullet okay. is breaking up Google's advertising monopoly. They own, they they monopolize all three sides of online advertising, the buy, sell and trade side. And hey, that's the key. Hang on. I'll, I'll get in the detail. I'll get in the detail in a second, but here's what I understand. And we're going to hold you through uh, to the six o'clock hour. And uh, look, there's so many people who think so highly of Jim Jordan, and I do too. He 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 went out of his way. Said, "I don't want to be speaker. I want to chair judiciary. I'm going to take judiciary down at Yuma. I'm going to do these field uh, hearings because I really want to chair weaponization. It's going to be a historic committee. Help me out here, brother Davis. How can you really get to the heart of the the weaponization of government? The the, the triggering mechanism is big tech." 
right? It's not just the, the administrative state. The administrative state's ally and in, in actually the weapon they're using is big tech. Am I – do I have that construct wrong, sir? No. I mean you absolutely saw this. We saw this during COVID where Tony Fauci and other COVIDians colluded with big tech to censor, silence, deplatform, and cancel anyone who dared to question – the uh, so-called COVID science, the Fauci science. Uh, the, the science is supposed to be uh, an evolving debate. There's supposed to be a scientific method. Senator Rand Paul, a medical doctor and one of our key policymakers in the federal government, got censored and deplatformed from YouTube, Google's YouTube, because he questioned Tony Fauci and the COVIDians. If Google competed against YouTube instead of acquired YouTube, there's no chance they would have done that. They would have had to compete for users. And so that is why antitrust and breaking up big tech will fix the censorship problem, how can, right there. Mike, Mike, how can you sit through, how could you sit through the Matt Taibbi and these other people? How can you sit through the Matt Taibbi hearing and not know that you have to go after big tech? I mean, it, it, am I missing it? There's got to be a logic to why this is not happening. If you're going to have a weaponization of government and get to solutions – you have to go after big tech. Is, 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 is there anything you and I are missing on this? Uh, it's what I've been saying for three years, and that is Jim Jordan says all the right things. He rolls up his sleeves, goes on Fox News, pounds the table, uh, says he's going to go after big tech, says he's going to go after the deep state. He's not. He's a performance artist. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've, I've done this stuff. I worked on this uh, for, for Senator Chuck Grassley, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, I held 30 hearings, 41 uh, debates and votes. Uh, I, I, I was in I was in the fight. I know how to do oversight. Jim Jordan is a uh, he, he's a show horse. He's not a workhorse. OK, um, if you can hang on, I'd like to hold you through to the beginning of the next hour. Take a couple of break. I got Davis. We have uh, Thomas Phillipson from President Trump's Economic Council. Talk about the meltdown. Scott Pressler on how we're going to win in 2024. Boris is going to be here on the polling, all of it, and more. Stick around. We're going to be back for the second hour of the evening edition of War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early 
to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.